What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 46 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Wilson with my co-host Jesse Town and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure to check us out on social medias if you aren't already. You can find me at SamWills18 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Jess at RunThisTown with an E13 on Twitter and at Jessica underscore Town with an E on Instagram. And then make sure obviously to follow at Babes on Broad on Twitter, Facebook, what am I missing, Instagram. And then you can also find us at babesonbroadpodcast.com and then also us on YouTube, Babes on Broad on YouTube. And that's where you can find all of our previous live shows. And then when we are live, you can also find us on the YouTube page then. And this week we're doing another pregame live show virtually, obviously, of course. And we will start at 645 this weekend because the Eagles get the night game, Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Sunday night game that no one wants to see unless you live in (laughs) Philadelphia or Dallas. No, I tweeted that the other day. I was like, maybe they should flex. I forget which game it is. There's going to be a good game. They're playing at one. Yes. Raven Steelers. I was like, I wouldn't even be mad as an Eagles fan if you put that in the Sunday night football spot because that is a much better game. Much better game. Oh, well. Yeah, so the Eagles leading the division at 2-4-1 and one going up against, I think they're second place in the division, 2-5 and five Cowboys. No, I think the Redskins are actually in second place. Oh, yeah, because they just beat them. I think the Redskins so, are also 2-5, and five, but they just beat them. Oh, wait, them. yeah, you're right. You're oh. right, but they get the tie beat or the tiebreaker. So they – Cowboys in third place then. Jeez. Dallas sucks. Yeah. The right now. Day, Dallas sucks. Yeah, we're going to be taking on a pretty beat – up Dallas team this week. I think we have to talk about what J- what Doug Peterson said about it today. And today being Friday, this is 1.30 on Friday afternoon as we're, we're talking about this and trying to sort of figure out what goes on in, in Doug Peterson's brain when he makes these decisions or when how he's making these decisions, which I think would make more sense um, as to why there's some more potential that JP would play. But basically, Doug Peterson said, in terms of the offensive line, he wants to see Lane Johnson in practice today before making a determination on him for Sunday. Uh, Meanwhile, JP has looked pretty good in practice this week. Um, When asked about Jordan Mailata possibly being on the bench this week with the return of Jason Peters, Doug Peterson said it could give him a chance to have a different viewpoint on the game and equated it to the benching of Nelson Aguilar Mm -hmm. a few years ago, basically just saying how after playing for a little while, taking a step back and observing might help. Now, I understand how that is possible. However, comparing anything that anyone right now is doing to Nelson Aguilar is silly. I just think that Jason Peters is a Hall of Famer. But right now, the play you're going to get 
from one versus the other is not different enough to bench Jordan Mailata right now. If you're going to not make, if you're going to sit Lane Johnson and just let, try to let him get healthy and you're going to put Jordan Mailata over there and put JP at left tackle, I can play with that. We can, we can be fine with that. But purely just taking Jordan Mailata out of the game and sitting him on the bench and leaving him there to me is dumb. I, I agree. So well. Yeah. And that, I agree a hundred percent with that. And the fact too, like, it's kind of like why this is going to sound so dumbed down and I'm not saying they are dogs, obviously, but when you look at a simple dumbed down version, it's like punishing a good dog for good behavior. Like Jordan Mailata deserves that spot. He has played amazing these first couple games that he's actually got that starting spot, especially when we were talking about it, his first ever start in a big game was a Monday night game. His first ever start ever was a Monday night football game. And he had one false start and he played amazing. And he's just, he's earned that to me. So if that's the actual reason that's BS, but I do looking at it from the probably actual reason being that Lane Johnson isn't healthy. You don't want to hurt him more. Obviously Lane's going to try to push that because it's Dallas week. They have the bye next week. So I do see Lane trying to, play and start for the beginning and I can see their point if it's okay we'll give JP this hopefully probably his last year because he's getting old we'll give him this start against Dallas that'll make him happy and then we can also just have my start on the bench to replace Lane because that's inevitably going to happen anyway you know what I mean so I could be I, okay with that rationalization I'm not okay with that rationalization honestly I, I could just could not care less about keeping Jason Peters happy I could not at this point, I, I love Jason Peters. I do. I love him. I love him and I love everything he's done for Philadelphia. At this current juncture, where the Philadelphia Eagles are in this season, just to make him happy is not a good enough reason for me. Well, I, yeah. And by me saying that, I'm saying it all kind of goes together. The main sure. point I'd be happy with is my ladder right there to fill in for Lane Johnson. I think that is a, the best rationalization of it. If Lane wants to push through and start, I would much rather him start at right tackle, Jordan Mailata start at left tackle, and if Lane cannot continue on or finish the game, move Jordan Mailata to the other side and then bring Jason Peters in. Jordan Mailata starting on the bench, it infuriates me. And it infuriates me that. that a couple weeks ago, Doug Peterson came out and said, he's been playing great when Jason Peters comes back. It's his job to lose. Well, that was crap. Once again, and I can't stand that. I cannot stand it. I cannot stand how Jason Peters is hamstringing this team when there's absolutely no reason for it. Like the offensive line is decimated with injuries. There's no point in when you're finally getting someone who's played a bunch of games in a row and is playing well and doing his job. And there are absolutely no complaints to have. There's no point exactly what you said in punishing a good dog for good behavior that doesn't yeah. make sense that's stupid just to make the older dog happy like i i know i can agree with you and i, I ultimately saying, that's but, the right thing but in my opinion i don't think at this point like no and you're right and that's the thing you're right but it's just like you know what the eagles think of it so yeah. that's why i think i'm trying to rationalize it because i'm like okay i can see them why they're doing this 
Yes. But you're right. You're right. That shouldn't be that way. I can totally see that being their rationale 100%. Mm-hmm. I think if you're saying that's their, the way they're thinking of it, I think you're dead on. I think you're absolutely dead on. From a logical standpoint, that's stupid. That's a stupid decision to make. Yeah. Well, logically, what it should be, you have JP start at left tackle. You let Lane, who they said his ankle that's been very messed up all season, now has a knee injury. They said they're both simultaneously, like both as bad as each other, which means his knee must be pretty bad as well. So with that happening, to me, you should sit Lane. Let him get two full weeks of rest with the bye next week. That would make so much sense. So if and you're I talking what they that. should, yeah, what they should do 100% is have JP start at left tackle, my lot of start at right tackle. And but, if because they're sitting lane, I'm on board with that yeah. 100%. The only way I am okay with Jason Peters starting is if Jordan Mailata is starting at right tackle because Lane Johnson is inactive. That yeah, is you're right. Only- it's, it's how it should be. Yeah. But it's not so how it's so continuing on with that then, with the offense, as we've you know, gone through the ins and outs <laughs> of the offensive line, when it comes to their offense, what is your key to them being successful this week against Dallas from the offensive side of the ball? Okay, so we talked about like how they have – both teams have injuries, obviously, with the first and second string quarterbacks being out with the Cowboys, and they have a terrible defense. All that goes into it. The Eagles have injuries. They have some returns, blah, blah, blah. Just a poop show right now. You know what I mean? That's my, my That's censored cool. version for you. So when it comes down to it for me, because of all that, I think the most important big key differential on the offense is we do have Carson. We have our number one person on the offense. So I think that's going to be the difference maker. And Carson in the offense, just again, same as last week, what I said, they need to come out of the gates right away and start score. Yeah. What about for you? Last week. And I totally agree with you. They need to, but last week they started fast and then died for three quarters and then came back. It was, it was the, um, I don't know what kind of curve that is. My, Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where's my math teacher fiance when you need him? I, but I totally agree. Start fast and keep going. I mean, the, the, continuing that through is what's going to be key here. As I said, I hate the idea of starting Jason Peters over Jordan Mailata, unless you're moving Mailata to right tackle and sitting lane. But I really just think you're, you're absolutely completely right, Sam. Carson Wentz is the difference maker in this game. At the end of the day, the Eagles have their franchise quarterback. They're getting healthy at the right time to be able to make a push, mm-hmm. have the bye week, and then get through some of these tough games they've got coming up. Um, they need to use their burners to stretch the field, assuming Jalen Rager plays, using him and Hightower to really stretch that field a little bit more because those uh, Cowboys corners are not good and cannot keep up with that. Also need to continue on with the balanced run pass attack. Boston Scott showed you last week what he can do against a bad and undisciplined defense. He can get out in space, but he also, you know, he's so quick. He can make those cuts back and forth. So in the absence of Miles Sanders, it's good to have someone like Boston Scott. So making sure you utilize all your weapons. Don't try to do anything stupid um, and, and just keep going. So what do you think about the defensive side? So the defensive side kind of worries me. I mean, offense should have a breeze. So the defense is where I'm kind of worried just a tad because of the fact that even though they don't have, they're playing with their third string quarterback, Cowboys, but they have that receiving court. They still have Zeke Elliott. So that kind of makes me nervous just for the fact that they got blown out against Washington last week, like 25 to three. So I think they're really going to be coming out trying to do all this scrappy stuff. So I think our defense, they just need to stop Zeke. I don't think they'll have a problem with that or shouldn't have. 
But the thing that is going to be so key to me is stopping those receivers and the scrappy little play that they're going to have during throughout the whole game, you know, and that's going to be key to holding them down. Yeah. I think the Eagles have a tendency to play down to their opponent. I agree. It frustrates me to no end. They played so well against the Ravens and looked like absolute clowns against the Giants last week. Don't let Ben DiNucci beat you. I, I mean, he went to JMU. I, I mean, I went to Delaware, and it's this, it's the same caliber. I think he went to Pitt first and transferred to JMU. But Interesting. Yeah. JMU I think I saw Hunter. that. Show him what it's like to play in the NFL. Not only play in the NFL – but to be wearing the Dallas star in Philadelphia in prime time, like so true Do your job. The defense is healthier than the offense right now. It's so simple, but if everyone just does their job and executes on their assignments, they will be fine. Like I understand that they have Zeke and I know that that wide receiver core is spectacular, but Look at their offensive line and look at who they've got throwing to them right now. If the Eagles do what they're supposed to do and they're all pros come to play, we will be fine. So my final score prediction is 30 to 10 Eagles. What do you have? I like it. So even though I did say that I'm worried about the little scrappy play, you're right. We are ultimately the better team and they're playing in Philadelphia, which is going to be a huge part of it. And Geo is going to be in the building for them. So obviously. Yeah, so I do think it's going to be a bit of a blowout. I'm going 27 to 13 Eagles. Absolutely love it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to touch really quickly on what's going on around Philly because the Sixers are moving and grooving and, you know, <laughs> trusting the process all over the place. You are listening to The Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into episode number 46 of Babes on Broad. So just what's happening around Philly? Oh, the Sixers are just making <laughs> this like fun thing where they like detoured from the process and like now we're back on track. So they've made three really big hires this week. So Sam Cassell, um, who was formerly with the Clippers and with Doc Rivers, um, is supposed to be joining the staff, as well as Dan Burke, who was previously with the Pacers, Big defensive guy, which is good because they just, it's been announced today, they just lost Ime Udoka to Steve Nash's, uh, who also got, they, they the took Knicks. Mike D'Antoni and, and um, Ime Udoka up to the Nets. So Brooklyn's moving and grooving as well. So, but Dan Burke, it's funny because he's the one who famously said, I hate Joel Embiid. The league get, lets him get away with so much crap. So <laughs> that's going to be so much fun. And I absolutely cannot wait. Um, and then I think the most exciting one here is Daryl Morey, uh, who they hired as the president of basketball operations above Elton Brand. So Elton is going to stay Ooh. in the GM role, but also have Daryl Morey as well. Um, they called him apparently hours after he stepped down from the Rockets job and they had dinner with him like in New York in mid-October. So right away, he, they were all over that kind of just like they were with Doc Rivers. Like that happened and they were on it like 
right away, which is, which is awesome. So I love what they're doing. I need, need it to keep going. And I'm excited because I think Daryl Morey now, I think the argument is how many championships has, how many championship teams has he built? How many has he won? And I get that, but he's built shooting teams. I need, which we need. Honest to God, I will keep Ben, Joel, Tobias, and Matisse. Everyone else can go. I was just going to ask you that. Obviously, Horford, get rid of him. But I was going to ask you with with the shooting team, that's originally why they pulled in Richardson. So I was going to be like, would you keep him? Or would you still just – Because obviously he wasn't that shooter to be our solving answer. Like, he wasn't the answer to the question, you know? Yeah. I think, I think they can do better. I don't dislike him at all. And I would love for him to stay, but I just think they can do better. Um, I think that they are going to utilize Tobias the right way. I mean, I'm Tobias, excited for that. Tobias I'm is excited a great for all-star yeah. with the Clippers. And I just think that obviously Doc Rivers obviously knew how to use him the right way. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but I, we don't know when we are going to be seeing it. They still haven't decided. So the league proposed a December 22 start date, but the players want to start on Martin Luther King Day, but they'd only get about 50 games regular season because the TV contracts don't want them going up against the Olympics. So with a 50-game season, that's quick. Yeah. Every I'm, game matters in a 50-game season. Do you think, like, is there any talk about them having to go back into a bubble or would it be normal, like, traveling? I mean, I have they even discussed that yet? I haven't seen anything. Just because that is still so close and, like, people aren't even doing normal functions day-to-day still. And that's yeah. just a couple months away. I think they might – they're not – there aren't going to be fans. Yeah, that's – yeah. I mean, the bubble worked so well, and they recouped – I think I saw, like, $1.5 billion that they thought they were going to lose. The bubble helped them keep – one and a half billion of that which is unbelievable Jeez, they yeah. had no positive tests I mean they did a phenomenal job an absolutely phenomenal job now you can also see that with what baseball did and now with what the NFL is doing they're managing I mean it's yeah. possible to still get through as long as they do you know they take the proper protocols do this that and the other thing I think it's I think it's going to depend I think that yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, there's a – I don't know where – I don't know where we'll be come January. I, yeah. I simply don't know. We, That's we very true. Be, we could be worse than we were in April. We could be on our way to recovery. We don't know. Like, we, we have no idea. I mean, 2021 could say, hold my beer, 2020. Like, <laughs> we don't yeah. know where we're going to be, so I think it'll just kind of depend. But what's important is the Sixers are doing the things they're supposed to be doing. Very true. And that's what's so exciting about it. It's going to be really, really, really exciting to see Maury as soon as free agency opens up, see I'm what also, he does with this team. I'm excited, to, you know, equally as excited to see Doc Rivers and yeah, a new voice in the room with Ben and Joel. I'm, I'm really excited to I agree. see grow. I'm excited to see what, what they can do and what they can do when there's a team correctly built around them. Um, and then I guess like later we'll figure out what the heck the Phillies are going to tell us during a press conference today. Um, yeah, you know, I, I got good news on that. JT Real Muto is still best buds with Bryce Harper. They did a little date night the other day. So that's fun. I know. 
He does. That's what I'm saying. Like he, him and his family, I follow his wife. I mean, because I am in my eyes, the same thing as her, just at a lower level. <laughs> but, um, but so I follow her. They love Philly. They're yeah. always posting. She's always with Kayla Harper. They're, they're best buds. Obviously Bryce has not made that a secret. Uh, it's we just stressing it me. Head of a four, we will say it again. The only way JT Real Muto is not in a Phillies jersey is if the front office screws it up. I know. That is the only And I way. have no faith in them. <laughs> none. None. Whatsoever. I have Jeez. no faith in the Philadelphia Phillies whatsoever. I love them with all of my heart. No faith in them whatsoever. Eh, I'm not even on a love level right now with them. That's, we'll see. I have to earn my love here. <laughs> I take our love for granted but okay that is our episode for today thank you for listening to episode 46 of babes on broad thank you as always to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation make sure to subscribe leave a five-star rating written review the whole nine we'll be back for our pregame show this week Sunday 645 so don't forget to grab a drink catch us live YouTube Facebook Twitter we'll be there talking about how much Dallas sucks it'll be a great time <laughs> join us. But until then, we are the Babes on Broad on EGN Radio. Babes on Broad. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.